If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Man, it is freezing this morning and freezing conditions are on their way out of Sonoma County, but a pair of seasonal rainstorms are heading to the North Bay later this week. The storms could be beneficial and less hazardous than the atmospheric rivers that drenched Sonoma County earlier this month. So the first storm is on tap for Thursday and then until Friday and could bring up to half an inch of rain. It'll be followed by a weaker storm that may bring a quarter inch of participation on uh, precipitation, sorry, on Saturday into Sunday. So this follows all these cooler temps that have been placed uh, in Sonoma County and the rest of the Bay Area. We're still under a frost advisory, uh, but that ends at 9 a.m. today. Uh, so we're really going to be okay. The rain is not going to be as bad as it was, but it's just a great reminder to keep out those rain jackets yeah. and your rubber boots or whatever you're wearing because we're still going to get a little bit of rain. Amber, I made the mistake this morning of thinking to myself, well, I didn't really need a jacket. <laughs> then I took one step outside and, and thought yeah. to myself I really should have checked the weather before I left. It's very chilly. Uh, got some news about sports specifically the NFL. An NFL legend, the GOAT Tom Brady officially announced that he is retired and this time he said that he won't change his mind. Tom Brady posted a video on social media this morning in which he announced his retirement. He acknowledged in the video that he said the same thing one year ago literally today but he insists that this time there's no going back. Tom Brady retires as the greatest player in NFL history who quarterbacked his teams to seven Super Bowl titles. And Tom Brady played for 23 seasons. Now Tom will still be involved with football. He signed a 10-year deal worth $375 million with Fox as a play-by-play -play analyst. And he might even broadcast at this year's Super Bowl, but we'll just have to wait and see. Well, Luke Combs is performing at the Grammys. Making a kind of lovely and not only that, Luke is nominated for three Grammys this year, Best Country Duo slash group performance, uh, Best Country Song and Best Country Album. Brandi Carlisle was also announced as a performer, and she's also nominated for seven Grammys this year, including Record of the Year, Album of the Year, and Best Americana Album. But both Brandy and Luke will perform at the 65th Annual Grammy Awards on Sunday, February 5th on CBS, and is also streaming on Paramount+. Plus. With Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. What can I do to prevent my dang bathroom rug from getting so dirty? So yesterday we talked about my bathroom rug dilemma. For some reason lately, it's just been getting dirty, like dirt all over it, mud. I was like, where is this coming from? And I kept washing it. And I noticed that my fiance Cole wasn't taking his shoes off when he was going to the bathroom. And I was like, baby, you got to start taking your shoes off. He wouldn't. So then I just tried to move it out of the way. Maybe he won't step on it, but somehow he found a way to step on it. And I was like, are you messing with me? <laughs> Is this a, a game that we're playing? You know, I was thinking about this for a while last night. Oh. <laughs> like, this is like what I think about now. Like, how can we solve this situation for Amber? And I think what you just have to do is create a no shoes in the apartment or household policy. And every time that one of you are caught with your shoes on, you got to put $5 in a jar. See, I grew up in a house 
where there was no shoes, but my mom always wanted us to either wear socks or slippers. Mm. And, you know, you've been over to my apartment. I have house shoes. Yeah. I call them house shoes. They're slippers. I'm jealous. I want a pair of house We're gonna shoes. We're going to have to get you a pair. <laughs> but Cole, I don't think, you know, Cole grew up like that. He wears shoes. He wear, he chills in jeans. Well, I do chill in jeans, but at the same time, I also grew up in a no-shoes household, but the slippers thing, I want a pair of slippers now. Sorry to get off topic. Because then your feet don't get cold. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we're trying to figure out what I can do to keep this bathroom rug from getting dirty, because I don't want to get out of the shower and step on dirt. Yeah. I want to step on a clean rug. You don't want to step out and be like you're stepping into a chicken coop (laughs) nice (laughs) all right well we've got kim from windsor on the phone kim what do you think um the shower mat that hangs over the shower and when you get ready to get in the shower you put it down and when you get out of the shower you put it back up again to dry therefore no one in their dirty shoes or dirty feet will be stepping on your bath mat that's actually a really great suggestion i think you nailed it kim i think that's the solution yep it'll work (laughs) <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. We have a journey to become a world-class chef update for you. When did your neighbor cook something stinky? So I've been cooking a lot lately because I am on a journey to become a world-class chef. I've cooked some things that are great. I've cooked mostly things that are bad. And I, I tried to do something new last night and cook ribs. I just had a hankering for it. Three pounds of ribs, one cup of your favorite barbecue sauce. I went with Sweet Baby Ray's, uh, you know, seasonings. And I don't have a grill, so I had to use an oven. Preheat at 375, cover it with foil, and bake for an hour. So there's 30 minutes left on the timer, and I get a knock at the door. I went, huh, that's weird. Usually when that happens, I order DoorDash. And it wasn't DoorDash. It was my neighbor, Christian. And if you listen to the show... You know Christian, the legend of Christian. And Christian goes, it smells like something died in here. Can you please open a window? (laughs) Oh my gosh, what? What does he mean it smells like something died? You'd think when you cook something like ribs, people would want to come over and eat them because I think they smell delicious, right? they smell amazing. Well, I thought it was smelling amazing. By the way, the ribs were great. But it turns out Christian's a vegetarian. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And so I I wanted to be sensitive of that. And so, you know, I opened a window. I put fans in the apartment. Apologize. Um, So, I mean, I don't want to not cook meat in my apartment because I love meat. Uh, So I just got to find a way to compromise with Christian, my neighbor. Yeah, I, I wish I could have some advice, but my neighbors always cook things that smell really delicious. Ooh. So I never have this problem. I'm like, invite <laughs> me over. What you cooking? I was like, I knock on their door. I'm like, can I come over for dinner? See, that's uh, what I would think because you smell something like ribs. You smell something good. People would right. be excited about it. But nope, not Christian. I, I don't know. Christian's just going to have to get over it. He lives in an apartment building. What, is, what does he expect? He's going to because, like, you know, we've been saying for the past almost four years now, I'm on a journey to become a world-class <laughs> chef, and Christian is not going to stop me. <laughs> the only thing I can think of in my instance is I, I was walking by an apartment yesterday, and I just saw tons of smoke coming out of it. I was like, uh-oh, someone burned uh-oh. the food. <laughs> I've been there. I almost called the fire department. There was so much smoke. But they were like, sorry, we're just cooking. <laughs> we're getting getting some calls right now. We're going to take Rebecca from Santa Rosa. Rebecca, tell us about your neighbor. There was one a couple of years ago when I lived in an apartment. And apartments are notorious for smells just going whatever they want. They made 
the most disgusting food. I don't know what it was because <laughs> I barely talked to those neighbors, but it was just so gross. Like, it just smelled like they'd taken rotten fish and dumped garlic on it. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. What do you call the two ends of a loaf of bread? This is the joy for me. I love bread. I love bread. So folks on Reddit have been arguing about this. And it turns out there are more ways to describe it than you think. Uh, so the two most common answers, which I've never heard of the first one, it's the heel, like the heel of your foot, the hmm. heel of a bread. I've never heard that one. Heel of a bread. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, other than that, people call it the end piece, which is what I call it. Yeah. Uh, and those aren't the only name for it. We've got the end bread, the end slice, the butt, the crust, or crust end. I say the butt, and everyone in my family says the butt. I don't know why. I, hopefully it's not because we're gross. It's just what we call it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my family calls it the end piece. The end, end piece. piece. Weird. That seems overly complicated to me. <laughs> I think. I, I can't remember. At least that's what I call it. Yeah. Really? I, I think. I don't eat a lot of loaves of bread. Isn't that weird? That is weird. I go through bread like hotcakes. I know. <laughs> I eat so much bread. and uh, But the thing is, too, is that I will not eat the butt. Yeah. Of, of it. I, I refuse. I will not do it. My family always told me that it keeps the rest of the loaf fresh. Mm. So we never, we just keep moving it to the front of the bread. You see what I mean? Like yeah, you take totally. out a slice and push it, take out another slice and push it. I, I just throw it away. That's probably why my bread's going bad so often. I try to refrigerate it, keep it around longer. So I've learned a lot today. I don't actually know if that's true. But it could be. I, I believe it. We, we should do some research <laughs> on that. So you call it the butt? Yes. The it's butt. Just, the it's butt. just what everybody's called it. And, and so... Uh, I've never heard of that. I didn't even know there was other names for it. And specifically, you brought up the heel, which sounds bizarre to me. To us. <laughs> it does. But apparently not to Sonoma County, because we took a poll on our Froggy Instagram story at Froggy929 asking, what do you call the two ends on a loaf of bread? I am shocked because 52% of Sonoma County calls them the heel. Yeah, I put a couple of options in there, and that seems to be the most popular one, and I don't understand. <laughs> like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up, and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings, Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. L. King has gone on record and said that this one country star is a jerk. I mean, we all know a jerk or two, but L. King is apparently not a fan of Chris Young. And she called him an a-hole after he allegedly yelled at her partner to come get your wife. Uh, so this happened while they were filming Blake Shelton and Carson Daly's new show, Barmageddon. Uh, but the two country singers were pitted against each other in some wild bar games. It was actually really fun to watch. Um, but according to a witness, things got pretty tense between Chris Young and Elle King when she started to win at Cornhole and talk smack and... Chris got upset. He addressed her fiance, Dan, who was watching from the audience and said, come get your wife. 
Now, now we know where the name of her new album comes from because L King addressed things on her Instagram herself. I'm so excited. My record, Come Get Your Wife, is out today. The title of this record came because some famous asshole tried to shout, uh, Come Get Your Wife. And I was like, I'm not even married. Just because I was kicking his ass in a game. And I was like, wouldn't it be fun if I called my record that? So I did. And then I won the game. Hope you like the record. It's great. I love that she did this. But a source claims, I can't hold my tongue about how that country singer Chris Young treated L. King. He talked down her. She's a woman. Uh, they continue to say, you know, once she started kicking his butt in the games and talking smacks like the guys, he, he couldn't take it anymore. He was seeing red. He was calling her names. He even yelled over her head to a guy that was with her. Come get your wife. Um, they said, what was he even going to do? So stupid. The whole crew saw and heard it. Now, this specific interaction was not included in the final broadcast, which aired last week. We just got a message from Craig from Roanoke Park that said, L. King versus Chris Young. Who you got? Well, I'm putting all bets on L. Craig. I'm putting all bets on L. King. I totally believe her wholeheartedly that this happened. And, you know, I think for those of us who are competitive, like Chris Young, competition and losing can get the best of us. But in Chris Young's case, you have to remember that you're a country music star and you're on TV and people are watching you. So he needs to be careful about how he's treating people because this is not the first time I've heard of him acting this way. And you can't just act like a sore loser, even though Sometimes I do act like a sore loser, <laughs> Amber Showdown. Uh, but hey, again, I'm, I'm not Chris Young. I'm not a famous country star, so maybe I could act that way. Um, but good for Elle for turning a negative into a positive. Elle King's new album, Come Get Your Wife, is out now. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tanner reads headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify the headline in a haystack? So I'm going to read her three headlines, and she's got to guess which one is real. The record for 2023 is 10 to 3, and I won on Monday. Now, this edition of Headline in a Haystack is kind of wild. It is the Banned from Tinder edition. So what did these people do to get banned from Tinder? Let's find out. Here's headline number one. Man banned from Tinder due to Q-tip addiction. Headline number two, dog banned from Tinder. And here's headline number three, clown banned from Tinder. Interesting. I think it's clown banned from Tinder. Amber, that is absolutely the headline in a haystack. I finally got one. Finally did it. Does it feel nice? It feels pretty great. <laughs> I mean, if I would, if I got matched with a clown, I'd swipe left. Yeah, They're I think scary. you would super like. You think I would super like? That's apparently a thing. Not that I would know or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so a woman named Jess, she lives in Ireland, was recently booted from Tinder 
because she posted pictures of herself dressed as a clown. So she does birthday parties as a clown named Kazoo. And Tinder says they temporarily banned Jess because she was using her account for promotional and sales purposes to boost her business. (laughs) Okay, that makes sense. That makes way more sense than just people not liking clowns because I guess clowns do need love too. They do. Except for the weird ones. Yeah. Some weird ones out there. Like Pennywise. I mean, Pennywise could have used some love early on. Maybe Pennywise wouldn't be who Pennywise was. The demon? Yeah. The demon could use love, maybe? Yeah, possibly. Who knows? (laughs) You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. If you could throw the biggest Super Bowl party of your life, what would it look like? So this Super Bowl party is billed as the largest free culinary event in football history. Bay Area's own Guy Fieri is throwing a mega food and drink party in Arizona that anyone can attend. Anybody? Anyone, if you want to pay for the flight out there, of course. Kind of worth it. So it's called Fieri's Flavor Town Tailgate, and it's going to feature more than 20 restaurant pop-ups and bars. There's musical performances by Diplo and Low Cash. Um, it's in an empty lot, just like a stone's throw from the Super Bowl arena in Arizona. Uh, so it's going to be a five-hour event, 11.30 a.m. until kickoff. And like I said, anyone can attend. There's no charge. You can register for a free ticket at guysflavortowntailgate.com. I want to go to this. I mean, Guy, what a great idea. And I want to go. I know there's 20 <laughs> pop-up restaurants. I want to go and eat all that food. That, that sounds, sounds awesome. I'm jealous. Uh, yeah, me too. Of any, I, I don't know anyone personally that's going, but I mean, here's your chance. Again, guys, <laughs> flavortowntailgate.com if that piques your interest. Uh, Tanner, if you could have like the ultimate Super Bowl party, what would it entail? Like, what food would you have there? What music? What would it look like? Yeah, so I actually saw with the NFC Championship game that the Mystic Theater in Petaluma was having, was hosting the game there. So, in a perfect world, I would like to watch the Super Bowl at the Mystic Theater in Petaluma, have a giant screen there. That's like one of those inflatable ones that, you, that has a projector that goes on. Uh, I would like all the wings you can imagine, all the pizza you can imagine, and all the ranch you could imagine. Yeah, that sounds and, amazing. And also, I'd like, you know, a couple of football experts to be there. Maybe, like, Jerry Rice to be there. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, a play-by-play commentator, just so I can get their perspective for what's going on. That sounds like a lot of fun. Just me and these five people. <laughs> <laughs> and a giant theater. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Uh, my friend Pauline had this amazing block party last summer, And I was thinking about doing something like that. Like, if I had an amazing house like Pauline has, I would love to host it there in a backyard. She had a pool. She had um, Ryan Scripps there performing for her party. Yeah. And then she had like a, she grilled hot dogs and had like your build your own uh, hot dog area, a little bar. And then she had um, White Claw slushy machine. It was, I want something almost exactly like that. For an ultimate Super Bowl party. You know what? Invite all my friends. I thought my Super Bowl party idea was awesome. Completely demolished I, after hearing that. I know. <laughs> it was like one of the most amazing parties I've ever been a part of. So that, but Super Bowl, and maybe kind of like you're saying, have like a big projector screen, screen or an inflatable, you know, screen yeah. for us to watch the Super Bowl at, like outside. Maybe we can empty out Pauline's pool and just put ranch in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what dreams are made of right there. Right. <laughs> 
Good morning, guys. That memory foam, bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Joshua. Joshua uses his mom's Netflix account, and Barry Martindale is going to represent Netflix and give him a hard time about it. Hello? Hi, is this Joshua? Uh, yes, this is he. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. Today I'm representing Netflix. We have some problems, buddy. Oh, uh, pro- problems with me? Use your mom's Netflix account, is that correct? Uh, yes, yes, I do. Josh, it seems like you're a mommy's boy because you're 35 and can't pay for your own. Oh, I uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, that, that's not a, a, illegal, is it? It's kind of kind of rude to say. Well, it's against the policy, and you know, it's called the mooch policy. The the mooch policy? Yeah, because you're mooching off your mom's Netflix account. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I don't. I, I I I disagree. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that's a mooch thing. This is this is something that, other, that lots of people do. I'm looking at the stats here, and it looks like you've been using your mom's Netflix account for the past eight years. And we are starting a new campaign where we have tracked your Netflix use by IP address. We have calculated your watch time and all of your habits, and you're one of the top ten percent of Netflix users by time spent. Okay, I. I have to be honest, sir. I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, there is something wrong with it because you're not spending any money. And so you're going to have to owe us $687. And so uh, because of your watch time and because you haven't paid for such a long period, you're going to owe us a ton of money, sir. No, that's absurd. I'm I'm not paying you any money because I've been on someone else's Netflix account? That's absurd. Well, if you don't pay, we can either send it to collections or we can garnish your wages. Your choice, pal. You're garnishing my way. That's impossible. There's no way that you're going to be contacting my work and and taking money out of my paycheck. That's insane. You are a representative for Is that correct? How did you know that? I just got off the phone with your HR department. Okay, and what did they say? They said we can go ahead and garnish your wages. So next week, say goodbye to your first $100 deposit. No, 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 no. There's no way... There's no way that, that that's, going, that's going to be happening, okay? I don't care who you talk to at my job, accounting, HR, my boss, whoever. That's not happening, okay, pal? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. Oh, are you not really from Netflix? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale. On Froggy 92.9. What is something that you want, but you know you can't have? Yo, tell me what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. You can't always get what you want. One of our co-workers brought in a brand new puppy yesterday. It was a corgi. Everybody was excited. And Amber, I know you saw the puppy. Yeah, of course I went to see the puppy. <laughs> His name is Archie. He's this precious sweet little baby corgi and we all took turns holding him and playing with him and it was it was fun for the office to have that little piece of sunshine yesterday on a scale from one to ten how cute would you say archie the puppy is archie's off the charts man archie's archie's a 12 in cuteness so everyone was passing around archie and i a co-worker came up to me and said tanner why aren't you interested in all at all at seeing Archie like do you not have a soul 
And I said, no, I definitely do. Uh, the reason why I avoid dogs, and I'm just going to come clean and say it, is because I know myself and I have zero impulse control. I know I will go adopt a dog immediately. Still the dog? I will, possibly. <laughs> possibly. That's what I thought you were going with this. Next thing you know. You're uh, stealing the dog. Karma, who owns Archie's going around the office. Where? Where's Archie? Where's Archie? <laughs> I'm at home. Jacket. Have the all the... <laughs> <laughs> windows closed, well, shades drawn. Because since I met you, I I remember you posted a picture of you and Remy, and you said, I don't like dogs, but I like Remy. Yeah. And I felt so proud that Remy <laughs> was the dog that you liked. Well, I have changed my mind a little bit. And I honestly... <laughs> was I it because of Remy? Yeah, I have to give you <laughs> and Remy credit because I had zero interest in wanting a dog until Remy and, and you came into my life. And honestly, like, I want to adopt a dog whenever I'm around a dog, but I can't because my house will be like Dr. Doolittle. I'm going to have like 80 animals around and I just have to control myself. So that, that I know my limit. That's how I grew up. We had a cat. We had like five dogs. We had birds. We had a bearded dragon. I mean, we had so many. We had two fish tanks. Yeah. That's literally what my house looked like. If there wasn't a pet policy and if there wasn't pet fees for how many pets you have, my house would be like that. If I ever own a home, I'm going to have like 85 animals. It's going to be a madhouse. It's not ideal. <laughs> like, I, honestly, even though that's how I grew up, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Uh because, yeah, one, you do live in a tiny apartment. You already have three cats. Yep. I, I You can't nap when you have a dog because they're going to want to go out all the time. So you're going to have to sacrifice those things. Well, you know how important naps are to me. <laughs> right. Boom, don't want a dog anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> Someone I mean, should have just told me that yesterday. <laughs> I mean, there's so many benefits to getting a dog. Yeah. But I, I'm just trying to help you out here. I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for talking me off the ledge. I don't want to I don't want to say you shouldn't get a dog. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... I, you know, it's a lot. It I, is what it is. I think it's safe to say I shouldn't get a dog. Because I already, like you mentioned earlier, I have three cats and that's already way too much. Um, I, I think it brings joy into your life. But you just <laughs> have to decide. You just have to make the decision. I'm going to make the decision not to. I'll enjoy everybody else's pets. How about that? Just come walk Remy for me. You know what? I think that's it'll positive be, for both you and I. It would be so helpful if you could. <laughs> Getting some Facebook comments on our Froggy Facebook page. What is something you want, but you know you can't have? Jason from Santa Rosa says to stare off into the distance carefree while I pump gas. <laughs> Valerie from Mount Shasta said the winning lottery numbers. Yeah. Same here. Christopher <laughs> from Rona Park says to have George Strait and Garth Brooks perform at the same concert. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9 presents Amber Gets Married. Brought to you by Flying Cloud Farm in Petaluma, Sonoma County's premier wedding venue. Every week, Amber, Jeanette, and Julia discuss the trials, tribulations, and highlights of being a modern-day bride. And all that comes with planning a wedding right here in Sonoma County. Please welcome Flying Cloud owners Jeanette and Julia and Amber from Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy 92.9. Kind of hard to beat the weather here. True. No matter what time of year or date you pick, a wedding at Flying Cloud Farm is probably going to be pretty beautiful. 
But even if there is something like rain or high winds, you guys do have all these other alternatives. So you have all this space inside that you can use, right? Yeah. So we typically will have kind of an A, B, and C plan in place. So A, usually people want to get married and have dinner outside. B would typically be, you know, if the weather either had rained really heavily the day before and the grass is really wet or there's high winds or, you know, there's some sort of reason why you don't want to have everything outside, then we can also do ceremony in the courtyard and do dinner inside or, you know, worst case, we don't have to do it too often, but worst case, we have to move everything inside. We have some great indoor space so we could set up everything inside and we can make that call even sometimes the day before, I would say, was the latest as long as rentals aren't affected. But we're just watching the weather and kind of working with people closely on making sure they can do as much outside as possible. Um, But we do have a couple of different backup plans in place. So if things do get bad, which they have here, in Sonoma County. Something my family's not familiar with is, you know, fire danger mm-hmm. and things like that. Or, I mean, that's that's one example. But another example is if everyone in your entire family comes down with COVID mm-hmm. or something like that, you, what are your cancellation policies? Can you move the date? Is that flexible? So, I mean, we do like to work with people. Our kind of standard cancellation policy is deposits are non-refundable starting 13 months out from the date. But you know, something like COVID, we weren't allowed to do any wedding receptions for about a year. So we gave everyone the chance to either postpone their date or we would refund them their deposit. So we are definitely working with people to make sure that it's it's fair and, you know, something like that. Some unexpected thing happens like that where it's not possible to do the wedding, then we would refund or move the date. Listen to Amber Gets Married every week live on Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy929.com and wherever you listen to podcasts. Froggy92.9 It's the Amber Showdown! Carrie from Martinez, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Are you serious? Dead serious. This is how it works. Um, I'm this is how it works. I'm gonna ask you five rapid fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, Carrie, we're gonna bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? <sighs> Amber's going down today. Woo! You act like it was such a hard thing to talk smack. Did you hear that big sigh in the beginning, Tanner? I oh, guess. Too bad. Amber's so nice. Oh, you're so nice. Good luck. Thank you. Amber's running out of the studio. Her record's 568 wins and 47 losses. She's currently on an 11-game winning streak. Carrie from Martinez, are you ready? Uh, I haven't had coffee yet, but sure. (laughs) Best of luck to you. Question one, (laughs) Dr. Phil is coming to an end after more than 20 years. Did Dr. Phil get his start on Oprah or the Ellen DeGeneres show? Oprah. Correct. Question two. Robert Pattinson's new Batman movie is going to come out in 2025. Robert famously played a character named Edward in what movie franchise? I read all the books. What is that (laughs) called? Twilight Saga. That is correct. Question three. Sam Hunt says that becoming a father has changed his life. Is Sam Hunt married? Yes. Correct. Question four. Paul Rudd's secret to eternal youth is getting eight hours of sleep. True or false, Paul Rudd was in the TV show Friends. False. Incorrect. In question five, what is the name of Mickey Mouse's dog? Pluto. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Hello. 
Is that a hand to come in? That was a hand to come in, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was very abrupt and quick. quick. Okay, I'm here. <laughs> well, Amber, you have to get a perfect five out of five because Carrie from Martinez got four and a half out of five. She crushed it. Nice. <laughs> Here's question one, Amber. Dr. Phil is coming to an end after more than 20 years. Did Dr. Phil get his start on Oprah or the Ellen DeGeneres show? Oprah. That is correct. Carrie from Martinez also got that correct. One to one's a score. Question two. Robert Pattinson's new Batman movie will come out in 2025. Very excited about that. Robert famously played a character named Edward in what movie franchise? Twilight. Correct. Carrie team from- Jacob for the Your team Jacob? I am. <laughs> I'm shocked and appalled. Team Edward. Edward. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Carrie. Uh, Carrie from Martinez also got that correct. Two to two is a score. Question number three. Sam Hunt says that becoming a father has changed his life. Is Sam Hunt married? Yes. That is correct. Although there were divorce rumors late last year, he is married to Hannah Lee Fowler uh, back in 2017. Carrie from Martinez also got that correct. Three to three is a score. Question four. Paul Rudd's secret to eternal youth is getting eight hours of sleep. True or false, Paul Rudd was in the TV show Friends. True. That is correct. He played Mike Hannigan, appeared in 19 episodes. And he still looks the same mm. as he did then. It's crazy. He even looks mm-hmm. better. I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> Carrie from Martinez got that incorrect. So, Amber, you're now up four to three. And it all comes down to this final question because Carrie from Martinez talks smack. Amber, what is the name of Mickey Mouse's dog? Pluto? That is correct. <laughs> Carrie from Martinez, I am so sorry. You got four and a half out of five. Amber gets a perfect score. You lost today, but you got to say the phrase. you're a legend. <laughs> Don't tell me that. It'll go to my head. My head's already big enough. <laughs> All right, Carrie, even though you're not the champion in the Amber Showdown, you still get those tickets to see Luke Bryan. Yeah. Yes. I love, love Luke Bryan. He's the best. Carrie from Martinez, you're going to see Luke Bryan at the Shoreline Amphitheater. Thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Money, money, money. Great news, nobody won the lottery, which means that you still have a chance to win. If you won tonight's $653 million Powerball jackpot, who would be the first person that you would help out and why? Amber, is there anybody in mind that you would help out if you won tonight's $650 million Powerball jackpot? Man, you know, I've been watching Abbott Elementary on Hulu, and I know this is not a person, but I'm starting to realize how underfunded schools are. Yeah. And, and, you know, that may not be the case for certain schools in Sonoma County, but I think I'd really like to help out the schools and our kiddos here. Yeah, so many schools, uh, not only across the country, but even here in Sonoma County, struggle with funding, and it's a very unfortunate yeah. thing it's uh, made within me, our world. Sorry. It, yeah, it's made me really sad lately. I, I, the show is funny, but it just makes me think of how unfortunate things are. And I don't yeah. know. How, sorry to bring the mood down. No, I think it's, it's just really made me upset. You know, maybe after the show, we can research some organizations that <laughs> we can help. We um, you know, we do a school drive every single year yeah, here on Amber. Try. Tanner in the morning. We love our kids. Now, I would definitely keep a bunch of the money, of course, and I would donate it to charities. But the first person that I would hand money to is probably my mom. You know, my mom was a single mom growing up. She did everything in her power that she could for my brother and I. She worked at 1.4 jobs, and I'd make sure the first thing I do is to ensure that she's set up for life. Buy her a house, a Lamborghini, 
a Lamborghini. <laughs> She'd probably be okay with a Camry. Yeah. <laughs> They're just as expensive as Lamborghinis these days. Sheesh. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, uh, I love the idea of what uh, we would do with the money um, if we won and how we could help other people. Justine from Runner Park, who would you help if you won the lottery and why? Me and my husband talked about it, and we would actually go around and help all the homeless uh, vets, the military yeah. vets, all the homeless ones, because I'm a military vet, and it breaks my heart seeing them. I'm a vet myself, and I've been keeping myself above water, but seeing everyone that couldn't, it just breaks my heart, and I want to help them out as much as I can, and yeah. that would be one of the first things that we would do. with Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9.